Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the Review It Rob show. I thank you for joining me and letting me entertain you and keep your mind off things for the next 30 or some odd minutes. Hope everybody out there is doing good and so glad you joined back in with me um, this week. And again, news-heavy episode. Got a lot of news for you. A lot of stuff going on, especially movies hitting the home hitting the home viewings for you. So that was really cool. Going to talk about what we've got so far out there. And then I'm going to have a review at the end of the episode for you. So... Again, thank you for joining me. Let's jump right into the news. Um, world is crazy right now, and I don't want to bring it up too much because I want people to have a good time talking the show, but so many things are closed down, and one of those things that have been closed down are movie theaters, and that has just put movie um, movie companies in, in in a weird place. Like, we've got these movies released, or you have these movies that are supposed to be released, and now with movie theaters closed, what should we do? So... Recently, in the last couple of weeks, uh, movie companies have decided to release the films to be able to stream. You know, you can pick them up and rent them and be able to check the movies out. So that's really cool. Movies, movies they're trying to make their money, of course, because nobody can go to the movie theaters to see their films. So recently we saw The Hunt and The Invisible Man released to um, streaming services so everybody can check those out. And now Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sega video game character, which would have been... You know, a couple weeks later, um, I think it's like nine weeks early for it to be released, but that movie is going to be released on March 31st to be rented. Um, all plans to release this film are early. Also include Onward, which I believe is out now. Um, Bloodshot is going to be released early. Birds of Prey will be released early. And as I mentioned, The Hunt and The Invisible Man have been released early as well, so... It's the world we're living in right now, and I'm wondering how this is going to turn out. This next bit of um, recent rumor that I'm about to go over may be a uh, test of seeing how things will go. But these films recently, I just saw that The Invisible Man can only rent it right now, of course, because it's way ahead of schedule. I want to say the movie was out only a week before, or maybe two weeks before, everything started going crazy. So that movie right now you can rent for like $19, which is... You know, it, it seems expensive, but at the same time, when you think of movie tickets, I can't speak about around the world, but a regular price movie ticket for me is normally 11 to $12. So you think they're they're kind of expecting two people going to a movie, that would be about $20. So it's about around the same price. So I can see what they're doing. I know it seems expensive to a lot of people, but it, it's what movie companies have to do to make their money. And... um in the world right now, we don't know when movie theaters are reopening. So it's cool that they're releasing these movies early for people. I'm glad they're doing that. I hope it doesn't kill the movie theater business because I do enjoy going to the theater every now and then to see one of these movies because there's just, there's just something about the atmosphere of being in a movie theater and seeing these things on the big screen. And certain movies just fit so well on the big screen for your first viewing. One of these movies that is now being rumored to be released on a streaming service now, because we don't know when movie theaters will be reopening. Rumors now that Wonder Woman 84 will be dropped to streaming um, before its release date. Wonder Woman 84 is scheduled to be released on June 4th. And hopefully theaters and everything will be back running before June. But with the unknown atmosphere that we're in right now, we don't know. 
So recently a rumor has come out that the chairman at Warner Brothers is in uh, talks with the top brass on subject and it could be, uh, the rumor could be true considering all things but there's also seems to be some uh, miscommunication here because um, the president of domestic distribution says said that there has not been any such talks as well. Patty Jenkins who is the director of Wonder Woman has not been part of any of these talks either. So um, basically it's back and forth. And the president said it is ludicrous if you consider how big of a movie this is for it to be released on streaming like that. So, Wonder Woman 84, while it's a rumor right now, nothing is confirmed. I really hope that movie, if we're not back in the theaters yet, I really hope that movie is pushed back or put on hold. Because that's a movie I want to see in theaters. I think that's a movie that fits theaters and is going to do really, really well. So, hopefully by June 4th the world will be back to normal and we'll be able to go back to theaters and I think we will. I'm going to be positive thinking about it. I think we will. But, um, yeah. This could be a big test. Uh, movie theaters have been in trouble for a while. We always hear about, oh, it's not making this much business and people aren't going to theaters as much as they used to. So, we'll see what happens. This could be the new normal. But, right now, we're going to see what happens. Wonder Woman 84 is just a rumor. But, you know what? There's movies that are being released early. Go ahead and enjoy. Invisible Man. Absolutely fantastic movie. Great feeling for that movie. Great horror movie. Great thriller movie. Uh, Birds of Prey I saw as well. Birds of Prey is a blast of a movie. Good time with that one. Bloodshot, if you want to see it, see it. Onward, I believe you can go ahead and watch. So, take advantage while you can, while these movies are out. Enjoy it, because this is a good time for a lot of people. To enjoy, you know, the home viewing, because we're all stuck inside. So, better to be safe and better to enjoy these things. Stay home. Rent the movie for $20. Have a good time with your family. Uh, next bit of rumor is, you know, the next couple of rumors, um, no, not even rumors, next couple of bit of news I'm going to go to is kind of under the, do we really need this category, um, with movies? First one coming up is, rumors are circulating again for a Now You See Me 3. A little bit of backstory, if you're not sure what the Now You See Me film series is, that is a series with, um, starring Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson and blanking on a couple people but that is a movie about these four characters who know how to do magic and they did magic to rob and then you know it's, it's wasn't the best time for me the first movie was all right it was decent second movie didn't enjoy it all so now you see me three i don't know i'm not all that interested in it but of course if any of you out there listening are interested in it there are the rumors are circling that a third movie could be coming jesse eisenberg himself was recently asked about it and he said um to quote him, he said, oh, I've heard something. And he, or, um, excuse me, <laughs> other actors have said, oh, other actors he's worked with the film, God, I'm messing up. But other actors in the film have said, oh, I've heard something. He goes, oh, really, what'd you hear? But all he ever gets is, oh, I hear they're still working on it, is what Eisenberg said. I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing. I wonder what the statute of limitations on that kind of stuff is, because maybe if even time passes, if enough time passes, there might be a decreasing level of interest in the film. Which, you know, I for I honestly forgot about this film series, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not the biggest Jesse Eisenberg fan to begin with. But, um, yeah, I forgot that film series even existed. And he's, what he's saying there is pretty true with the statute of limitations. It's been a while since the last movie came out. And I don't know if a Now You See Me 3 really needs to happen because... With me being a movie person and it's completely gone from my mind that those film series even happened, 
don't know if we need another one, you know what I'm saying? Um, next on the list for movie news, um, not so Final Destination. Apparently, another Final Destination movie is coming, and back in January, a new Final Destination reboot was uh, brought up. And in a new interview with the franchise creator, uh, then the film is not actually going to be a reboot. It's going to be canon to the original story. It takes place within the Final Destination universe. So, uh, to quote the creator of the franchise, Jeffrey Reddick, he said, I think reboot is probably too strong of a word. Makes it sound like they're going to change everything, but it's definitely a Final Destination movie. Uh, Final Destination was a film series started in, in the 90s. One of those 90s film franchises that kicked off. We had Scream. We had... I know what you did last summer, Final Destination, kind of the new the new age of horror movies started in the 90s, and Final Destination was one of those franchises, and went on for a while, and I started off um, talking about saying not so Final Destination, because the last Final Destination, Final Destination movie that came out was called The Final Destination, and it connected, it was a good movie, it was actually, a, it fit the Final Destination franchise well, and the ending of that movie was really cool. Um, continuing what Jeffrey said, he's told, he's gone over... Um, he's gone over with the writers of the film and he's been told that a couple of things that happen in this one is going to make it be a lot of fun. It's not going to feel like a cash grab Final Destination movie, but rather a enjoyable Final Destination movie. And apparently they've been toying around with having it take place in the world of first responders, you know, EMTs, firemen, police. These people deal with death on the front lines every day and make choices that can cause people to live or die. So... Kind of going in a different route with Final Destination, it sounds. Which is cool. Um, it's always good to see a film franchise continue as long as it needs to continue. With me, I, I didn't need another Final Destination movie. I like how it ended, but at the same time, I understand. And it's cool to bring these toys back out to the world and see how people react to them now. Final Destination seems like one of those film franchises that did a good job. Were all the movies great? No. But they were enjoyable for what they were, and it was a good concept, and it was a good idea about, you know, death, and can you beat death, and how can you get around death. So, we get another Final Destination movie, I'm cool with it, I will of course see it, I don't think it's the worst idea to ever happen, by any means. Uh, let's see, up next we have The Purge uh, 5, maybe, reboot, who knows. <laughs> um, but another Purge movie is apparently on the way, and... Looks like it's supposed to hit theaters July 10th, 2020, which seems very, very, very soon for a movie that I've heard absolutely nothing about. It's not surprising. The Purge has been one of the new year, one of the new franchises that's come out in the horror world that just seems to keep going. We've had multiple Purge movies. We had a Purge TV series on the USA Network. So cool, I guess. <laughs> We're getting another Purge movie. Um. Doesn't seem like they're taking that much of a break. I think the last film came out around 2018, which was, I don't know, I could be wrong, because there's been so many Purge movies, but the last Purge movie I remember seeing was a, The First Purge? Yeah, I think The First Purge was the last movie that came out, and it was called The First Purge. It's not The First Purge movie. The First Purge movie came out in 2013, while the movie called The First Purge recently came out within the last two or three years decent film i mean if you don't know what the purge is it was basically the idea of the story is that the world is so crazy with crime and just crimes taking over and murder and everything that the government in that film decided to set up one day a year where crime is legal all crime stealing 
murder, anything. It's all, all legal. And the first film, again, very set down, very good. The other films, kind of, let's see how we can top the other one and everything like that. So, this is kind of the history with horror movies. First one, great, knocked it out of the park. It's like, okay, cool, this worked, let's make more money, let's make it more brutal. It's how they all work, look at Saw for, uh, for, for reference. But, you know, cool, Purge movie, why not? I believe the TV show is still still going. I haven't seen the second season of that show yet. But, you know, I've enjoyed the Purge, I enjoyed the show a lot. And I've enjoyed some of the Purge movies. So I will, of course, obviously be seeing this one as well. No idea what it's going to be about. Don't know if it's going to be another prequel like the film called The First Purge. Or if it's going to be a continuation of the last Purge movie in order of timeline-wise. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm down for it. And I think... It's a good idea. I mean, why not? The Purge series is obviously still valuable. It's still buyable. Um, people still want to see it. So cool. Give me another Purge movie. I'll be down to see it. Alright, and up next, I'm pretty much horror heavy on this episode, it seems, because it's all the news I found recently that's come out about movies other than the films that, of course, have gone straight to home news. Not a whole lot of movie news going on right now, That, but I keep my nose to the grindstone and what a lot of the stuff that... Peaks my interest, obviously, and catches my eye versus horror because that's my favorite genre of film. So, most of this news has been horror movie news, which is cool with me because horror is such a great genre. And my final bit of news, of course, I said um, I will talk trailers on the show as well. I'm having an audio clip for this next trailer. Uh, a film called We Summon the Darkness recently dropped its trailer. This film is coming out to video on demand April 10th. It is a Saban Films movie. If you haven't, if you're not sure who, if you haven't heard of Saban Films, they are of course a part of the Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers franchise at one point in time. I believe they still are. No, um, Lionsgate and Hasbro has that. But they're a part of the Power Rangers franchise, and probably still are, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, most recently they were part of putting out Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, which was a fun movie as well. If you love the Jay and Silent Bob universe, check that movie out, you probably already have. But yeah, We Summon the Darkness... Um, it's a film had Saban Films has unveiled their trailer for their upcoming quote satanic panic horror movie called We Summon the Darkness it is set in the 80s so it's gonna have an 80s feel to it like a lot of stuff has recently uh, starring Alexandra Daradio I don't know how to spell her name Daradio I don't know how to say her last name but uh, she's of course she was in Texas Chainsaw 3D she was also in San Andreas uh, and Baywatch to name a few so. That movie's coming up. I'm going to go ahead and hit the trailer for y'all. And then after it, I'll give you a synopsis of the film. Check out this trailer. Police came across another grisly murder scene last Ooh, night. Wait, I want to hear that. The wall's covered in satanic symbols. Another gruesome, ritualistic murder claimed the lives of six last night following a heavy metal concert that local religious groups were protesting <laughs> this is supposed to scare other people not us so you ready for soldiers of satan okay, let's go <laughs> to a night that we're gonna remember for years to come here here my brothers and sisters the evil that is heavy metal rock music is unwavering in its goal to corrupt our children's souls Girls, be careful now. There's a lot of evil out there. 
You don't think we can fend for ourselves? Boys, do you want to have a threesome with us? How many more children must die in Satan's name? Jesus, Mary, it is not too late. Join me in this fight. Incinerate these demons and send them back to hell. All right, there was the audio for the trailer. If you want to check that out, of course, just go to YouTube and search We Summon the Darkness. But, um, fun looking trailer. Go ahead and jump into the synopsis here for you. Uh, basically a trio of BFFs, best friends forever, of course, embark on a road trip to a heavy metal music concert. Naive, they bond with three seemingly fun-loving dudes at the concert. And soon the group heads off to Alexis's country home. Alexis, of course, played by Alexandra Darado. Um, a very secluded place is the home for an after party, of course. Of course, you know, why not? You meet three randoms, of course you want to bring them back to your country home for an after party, right? Screams 80s horror movie. Um, what should be a night of fun and youthful debauchery may instead take a dark, deadly turn. With killers on the loose, can anyone be trusted? We summon the darkness out on video on demand April 10th. I will definitely check it out. It's fun. It looks fun. Looks like a fun movie. Uh, also stars Amy Forsyth, who was recently in Hellfest, and of course Jackass is Johnny Knoxville, because why not? So, you know, go ahead and check that out, that's the best news for you. I'm going to go ahead and hit the break, hit a pause for the cause, you're going to hear an ad, then I'm going to come back with this episode's review. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful. It comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! Welcome back to the Review at Rob show, and of course, today's review is going to be of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, which has been released early for video on demand, so, awesome, this movie's available, I just got to watch it for the second time, first viewing after seeing it in theaters, so, can't wait to review this one for you. Alright, so, before I get into reviewing this movie, a little bit of backstory with me and Star Wars. Interestingly enough, back when the prequels first came out, was the first time I heard of Star Wars because I saw Darth Maul and I liked Darth Maul a lot, but I never saw those movies in theaters. Um, I was really, really late to the Star Wars game. To be completely honest with you, I played, like I said, I mentioned I saw the trailer for Star uh, Star Wars with Darth Maul, 
thought he was cool, but never saw the movie. Played a video game. I remember I was in a bowling tournament with my dad, and we won because we're so good. <laughs> but we won and got like a PlayStation and a Star Wars game with it. And I remember the game being fun. That was all I knew about Star Wars at the time. Fast forward to years later when Star Wars The Force Awakens comes out, which was the first film in this new trilogy of Star Wars films, and to later be known as the final trilogy of the Star Wars films. I got really interested in Star Wars again, and I picked up a lot of interest after seeing that first trailer, and I decided to go ahead and do a, a Deep Cuts run and go through all the sagas. And I watched the prequels, I watched the original films. I think I watched them out of... No, I watched them... I don't know. I don't remember how I watched them. I just remember they were on TV in a marathon. I just watched them all back to back to back to back. And I enjoyed them. I had a lot of fun with the movies. Some are, of course, better than others. And how you feel about it is all that. Uh, but The Force Awakens grabbed my attention. I remember going to see it in theaters. And absolutely loved it. Loved that film. Go fast forward to The Last Jedi. Enjoy that film a lot in theaters. Didn't love as much as The Force Awakens, but I enjoyed parts of the movie. And then, of course, now we have this episode's review, excuse me, for The Rise of Skywalker. Which, like I mentioned before, final film of the trilogy, and we heard that this is going to be the final film of the Skywalker saga, which has been throughout all of these films. So, I go. I did that little backstory to let you know that I am not a diehard Star Wars fan. I'm not the most knowledgeable Star Wars fan by any means. I am a very new Star Wars fan, and I'm an appreciative Star Wars fan for the history of the series and for what I've now watched and gathered. My favorite trilogy of the whole series is obviously this new trilogy. That's where my love for the film started, and it's where it's going to stay, obviously, because this is the last film. So let's jump into this. Rise of Skywalker picks up after the actions of The Last Jedi. Uh, we're, right, we're now with what is Cairo? Ky Cairo. <laughs> Kylo Ren, still a bad guy, still out. He's just, he's ready to take on, he wants to take out all the power. He wants to be the most powerful. He wants to be bigger than all of them. Rey is still trying to be a good guy. We still have this power battle between the two. I'm not going to spoil the film by any means. How I felt watching this film, the the action throughout the film. Very good. The movie is, I believe, two hours and ten minutes, I believe. Um, I just watched it, I don't know how long it was. because, And that's a good telling of... Where this movie is, as far as I'm concerned, it's one of those films where the length of the film is not noticed because you're into it that long. The storytelling throughout the film is really good. Again, I'm sure for people who are diehard Star Wars fans, they can pick and prod it things about this film they didn't like. Um, but for me, I enjoyed it from start to finish. I like how the film starts off, kind of a flashback of what's going on with Kylo um, into a part of the film. Like I said, I'm not spoiling anything, obviously. But there's this feeling, it goes right into this feeling of like a horror film. Um, not obviously full-on horror film, of course, but like I mentioned earlier, horror is my favorite genre. So when I see stuff like that in other films, especially like a sci-fi film, it's really cool to me. So a bit of a horror aspect in the film from time to time, but still what you love from Star Wars. You still have the space battles, you have the space creatures, you have the characters you love. Princess Leia, of course, in the film. God rest Carrie Fisher's soul. Love her so much. It was great seeing her in the film. And they give her a great role in the film. So great send-off for her to be in this movie and for this to be the, her last Star Wars movie. Great thing that they did with her in the film. Uh, Rey is... Obviously, she's learned more throughout the series. Her character's grown up more. Kylo is better than how we've seen him before as well. Um, Action-wise, great starship battles. 
great freaking laser shooting. <laughs> um, the lightsabers throughout the film, lightsaber battles, oh my lord, they got some great lightsaber battles. You've seen in the trailers, if you haven't watched trailers, maybe don't pay attention here too much. But in the trailers, you see a great lightsaber battle between Rey and Kylo when they're on the uh, the destroyed remains of the Death Star, which is so cool and such a great scene. And there's so many great scenes throughout this film. There's a scene, again, we've seen in trailers as well, of a, uh, a forced duel between Rey and Kylo, which is so cool. You know what I'm saying? So this film is just full of all these, oh my God, scenes and all these great action scenes. And at the heart of the film, there's this story of redemption and the story of where do we go and how is this going to follow that and who are Ray's parents and who is Ray? is Ray? how is she important to the whole story and what's Kylo up to and how is Kylo going to take over everything and of course what does Palpatine being back mean and that, of course that's not a spoiler because that was given away in the first teaser so overall my feelings for this film as a appreciator fan of star wars as a growing fan of star wars i absolutely enjoyed the film 100 enjoyed the film the ending to the film not the biggest fan of i i like the ending don't get me wrong i have no issues with the ending i just would have ended it a different way you know which is perfectly fine to do that doesn't take anything away from this movie obviously because this movie to me was very good i remember in my final battles of the year i had it pretty high as one of my favorite movies from uh, 2019 because it was really good. It's a really good movie. I mean, like I said, it's not one of those films where you're like, oh my God, this is dragging. Why? How is this going on so long? It is great storytelling. It is great acting. Great action scenes, in my opinion. And the way they wrapped up this whole Skywalker saga and whether it be called, called Rise of Skywalker. Because I remember seeing that name and knowing that this was the final battle, or not the final battle, the final film. It's like, why is this called Rise of Skywalker? And they paid it off perfectly. They paid it off very well with how they called it Rise of Skywalker because, I, you know, obviously I can't spoil it here, but they end this film in such a way that it's like, oh my gosh, that is brilliant. I love that and it's very good. Um, as far as feelings throughout the movie, like I said, you're going to enjoy the action scenes. And there are some moments in this film that obviously will tug on your heartstrings as well. I'm a bit of a baby when it comes to movies. I'm very emotionally invested because I love films, obviously, as you know. So there's parts in the movies that just get me, and there's multiple parts in this movie that I got. But, like, and which, to me, makes a movie really great. It's if there's moments where you're like, oh, my God, that was cool, so cool to see. And there's other moments where it's like, oh, my God, I feel that in my heart. That's what makes a movie great to me. So in this movie, you get a lot of different emotions. You get a lot of great feelings. Like I said, the ending is what it is. I enjoy the ending they put on. I would have given it a different ending by any means, by all means, but I like what they did. As far as all the characters, as far as um, all that, they make great stories and they great, make a great ending to the Rise, Rise of Skywalker into, of course, the end of the Skywalker saga. So for me, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, I give it four and a half stars just mostly because or four and a half move. I don't know. <laughs> I give it four and a half out of five. Uh, mostly because, again, I would have given it a different ending. That's the only reason why. But the film itself, very enjoyable. You're not going to be wasting any of your time watching this film. It's one of those movies that just gets it done. And I think it's a great, it's a great uh, bookend to the Skywalker saga. Me personally being who I am. I'm like, come on, give me one more movie so we can end on ten instead of nine. But, you know, it's what it is. We're going to obviously have more Star Wars films in the future believe they're already working on a new trilogy now but yeah i enjoyed the rise of skywalker a lot and i think if you're a casual star wars fan like myself that's the word i was looking for is ever appreciative star wars fan a casual star wars fan like myself you will absolutely enjoy this film it's a great 
ending to a great story. Alright, again, that's four out of five stars for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which is out early on Video On Demand. Go ahead and check it out. Watched it earlier on Voodoo myself. So, cool. Cool for you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. That is, of course, I'm winding down the episode. I never have an ending for this episode. That's always good. <laughs> I just kind of go into it. So, Rise of Skywalker, uh, thank you again for joining me. I plan on having another episode coming at you next week as well. Um, now that I'm on a like a regular trend with these episodes, because before I was waiting on iTunes, but I got sick of waiting on iTunes. And I'm not going to go into that because you heard me talk about it in the last episode. So, with everything said and done, I 100% say C, Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And then relive the whole Skywalker saga again because it's such it's such good stuff. But again, thank you for joining me this week. I will be back next week with a new episode and a new review. And as always, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.